the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another installment of Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard, in studio with a couple of very good friends and colleagues in the ministry business, if we want to use that term. Our guests today are from the Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary. We have Barry York, the president of the seminary, and Mark Sampson, chief administrative officer and director of institutional advancement. Gentlemen, welcome to our Leadership Bisberg. It's good to be here. Yes, thanks for having us on. Well, uh, we'll just get the cat out of the bag now. I'm a graduate from there, so uh, I have a little bit of uh, preference uh, to the seminary as I chipped away at a Master of Theological Study over 13 years, and that's been 12 years ago that I finished up with that. Someday maybe get back and do something or get into counseling, and we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, today as well. Uh, Barry's been president for a couple of years now. And, Mark, how long have you been with the seminary? Uh, Ten years. And you came in starting more in, was it admissions, or was there... Uh, uh, Pretty much fundraising. (laughs) Catch-all. Yeah, fundraising, alumni, work, so along that area. But this is not a young seminary, is it? No, not at all. We're uh, in our 210th year. I thought it was over 200, yeah. and But it didn't start uh, in the Breezewood or Wilkinsburg area, whichever, I guess, whoever you talk to will tell you which place it's in over there to the east a little bit. Yes. Started, was it Was it in Ohio? Well, it actually just moved around. Okay. Uh, the church would identify a particular pastor who was gifted, and he would become the professor. And so oh, in the wow. early years, the students would mobile. travel to the Before professor. mobile was big. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's so, great. But we've been at our current location almost 100 years, not quite. And if I remember right, at, at Jerry's celebration, Jerry O'Neill was the president before he was there when I came in, like like right at the beginning. So mm-hmm. we met uh, very early on. And then coming to, at your commencement, it doesn't seem like there have been a lot of presidents, even though it's been a couple hundred years. That's right. I think uh, when we were looking at this, when, we, when they started deeming one of the professors a president, um, like the last four of us span about 90 years of time. That's so, incredible. Yes. That really is. I mean, that's some longevity, and, and that's that's just fantastic. Now, 210 years, but uh, it's not all just in the denomination, right? When did the when was the opening up for more folks of, of like biblical-mindedness, if that's a phrase, come into the seminary? And I know when I was there, there were 13 to 15, I think, different denominations represented. Uh, historically, we've been open to others uh, okay. joining with us uh, Back in those early days, it was quite small, so that would have been a small number. As uh, RPTS has continued to grow, the Lord has blessed us. Uh, I was a student there back in the late 80s, and there weren't a lot of people from other uh, countries, uh, although there were other denominations. Now we're starting to get people coming from other other nations, a lot of Asian nations Mm -hmm. and South South America. So anyway, we're, we're very excited and thankful for that. Great. Well, we're glad you're in here with us for this Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. Our guests are Barry York, President, and Mark Sampson, Chief Administrative Officer, Director of Institutional Advancement at the Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary, uh, well known to all of us as RPTS, and the website is rpts.edu. 
So over the last couple of years, Barry, what's kind of been the new thing that's happening or what uh, new programs? Um, how, how are things going overall, I guess? Well, of course, like any educational institution, we've had our uh, crisis here with Corona. So we've had to adjust. Oh, yeah. And thankfully, a number of years ago, we developed a digital education program and one of our our main consultant recently told us when we were transitioning to online for the spring quarter that we were the least of his worries as he consulted with other schools. So we're very thankful. Uh, that's uh, been a growing part of our um, education that mm-hmm. we offer at our PTS. One of the things we like about it is it allows us to, to partner with uh, not only with the student, but with the churches that they're serving all across the nation and even other parts of the world. So that's been exciting. I was just, uh, for instance, uh, a few weeks ago reviewing a video sermon of a pastor in the Gambia Hmm. in a small village uh, serving there. So that's just a glimpse of one of the opportunities we get through the digital uh, education. Along with that, I would say that uh, something that we're quite excited about is a a program that we called Applied Theology for the Church. We're wanting to take the resources of our PTS and not only use them on the front end to train men for ministry or others for kingdom service, Mm -hmm. but also to make those available to people in the churches so that if they want to get training and counseling or uh, we're getting ready to announce a ruling elder program, Um, Oh, great. We're getting ready to announce a sharpening your Greek cohort uh, for a pastor who may have been getting a little little rusty with his Greek skills. He can come back and go through a cohort with that. So we're wanting to take our resources and uh, use them for the greater benefit of the church. We've talked about something like that, whether you all would come down or bring some people in and and doing some crash course in Greek and call it just enough to be dangerous. Yes, that's right. (laughs) But I think when you get a chance to really dig into that, and I believe the Lord uh, rewards that when you you go back to the original languages. Now, I know that um, you all have, have embraced the online thing, but you're still very adamant about in-classroom, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a little hard to study evangelism in your basement in your pajamas. <laughs> uh, you do need to get out and speak with people. But and, systematic theology is okay in the pajamas, uh, maybe. Maybe a, a little more. Okay. But uh, <laughs> there is just so much value in being together, sure. uh, especially with the diversity uh, that we have on campus. Uh, so you're seeing Christians from all different experiences together, but they're working through the things that we have in common and discussing the places where maybe we think a little bit differently, but all to the glory of Christ. And uh, that's just beautiful. Excellent. Well, I want to throw one little curveball out there for fun because that's what I get to do since I'm the host. Uh, and because we'll come back to some of the programs. I want people to know more about the programs that are. But, Barry, for yourself being the president over just now two years, and, and the topic here is a little bit on leadership, mm-hmm. but you've got some solid theological, well-studied, written guy. How do you lead a faculty of people on that level of, I don't, I'll just use the word brainiac if you want to use that, or uh, obviously very seasoned professionals. How does leadership, where you're, you're, the, you're the big guy there? Well, I think it goes to my understanding of leadership. Um, I, I would define leadership as using your authority or position to to humbly serve those that you represent in the strength of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the way you go about doing that is you, you seek to protect them, 
you try to provide vision and training and resources. And then another real important aspect of that is you really want to encourage them in their duties mm-hmm. so that we're all together striving for a common goal. So when it comes to my faculty, I agree with you. They're very talented. <laughs> We've just added uh, three new uh, men to our faculty that are as sharp as tacks. And it's really easy for me to walk into a room with my faculty and realize I'm, I'm the least bright guy in the room. <laughs> And But I get the opportunity to learn from them, sure. but also to promote them. I rejoice in the gifts that God has given others in the kingdom of God. And I always see myself in my role anyway in pastoral theology because I, stu- I teach the pastoral theology classes as being somewhat a coach, just coming alongside and encouraging the gifts of students. And I just apply that as well to the faculty. I love to see these men uh, interact in their fields with students and see yeah. the Lord use them. No, no, Mark, you've been involved and are certified under the uh, Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. How, does, uh, how do you see the leadership role there playing in with, with people that are doing counseling, even with whether it's students or others that come in from the community that you help? That's a really good question. Uh, people are coming. The, the program that we have at the seminary uh, relies heavily on real people with real issues, uh, in our practicum courses. So folks are coming from local churches with broken marriages or substance abuse issues or different things like that, and they're looking for help. They're looking for leadership, uh, somebody to help them move beyond where they're at. And so taking scripture uh, and really kind of designing many sermons and, and studies directly to that person or or that couple uh, just then capturing the things that they know building upon what they need to learn Mm -hmm. and then giving them hope that uh, there is a place to move forward with that and that requires just a lot of prayer uh, and it's purely through the work of the Holy Spirit that that's able to happen. Uh, None of us are wise enough to be able to think sure. we can have those answers. You're listening to Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Barry York, President, and Mark Sampson, Chief Administrative Officer and Director of Institutional Advancement from the Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary. You can find out all the information of things we're talking about at rpts.edu. Mark, I'm going to throw it back to you again for a second, and then we'll get into all the programs um, I can't remember the year that the Biblical Counseling Institute started, but you brought in uh, a, a wonderful man who is now with the Lord, Skip. Um, let you tell folks a little bit about him, but uh, in his training, what I've seen on the videos, <laughs> I just love his self-deprecation, his humor, and his uh, sometimes in-your-face attitude. I, I, that's, I don't know if that's a good summary for George or not. But, uh, I, I think you've said just about all that uh, needs to be said. Uh, the seminary had been... Uh, just talking with alumni, and one of the things that we heard clearly was we did we weren't strong enough in discipleship and counseling. And so, in 2008, George Scipione was brought on board uh, to help drive that program. Uh, and uh, he's, uh, I think, one of the characteristics of of George was his ability to let you make mistakes as you were working with people, and that's a that's a key leadership lesson. Mm. Oh, yeah. You need to be able to let people stumble, uh, scuff up their knees a bit, 
because uh, that's sometimes where the best lessons in life come from or in your failures. And so uh, I had an awful lot of those working side by side with uh, Skip, and he'd uh, he'd enjoy those a little bit and, and then just say, well, son, what are you going to do about that? And they, <laughs> he'd help you figure it out. Yeah. One of the beautiful things, if I may add, yeah. about uh, Skip was he also had vision for the seminary. He knew he was uh, – entering his retirement years and his hope and prayer was a certain person would come and take on the biblical uh, the center for B- mm-hmm. biblical counseling and uh professor keith evans was that person yes, and indeed even when it didn't look like uh, he might come at first uh, the lord ended up arranging all of that and so it was one of the joys that skip had uh, there at the end of his life was to see keith taking that role and you know, making it his own, that's another thing about leadership is that you realize that just because you do things a certain way doesn't necessarily mean the next guy's going to do them exactly the same way. Sure. And though Keith would be the first one to say how much he learned from Skip and, and tries to emulate him, he's also his own man and using his own gifts in that role and capacity. Well, I know biblical counseling is big there, and you've got that angle to come in either, you know, I don't, obviously it's not undergrads, it's graduate work, but, but also in the D-men. What are the other, I guess, either cohorts or the the programs where people can enter into uh, that are listening today that might say, hmm, all right, maybe not counseling, but preaching, or what what else do we have uh, dividing things up there? Well, we have uh, two bread and butter degrees, I would okay, call them. there we uh, go. The one that you earned, the Master of Theological Studies, and it has different areas of concentration, so you can concentrate on counseling, but you can also concentrate on theology or uh, history, biblical mm-hmm. studies, that type of thing. So you can you can uh, fine tune how you might want to approach your studies there. And then our true bread and butter is our Master of Divinity degree, the three-year uh, pastoral uh, track. And uh, within that, uh, we have created it so that it has uh, you know a wider range of electives. So that as you begin training, if you have more interest in uh, the languages, mm-hmm. or more interested, more interest in preaching, or administration, or counseling, then you can uh, create that degree to fit your your interest. You're listening to Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in with uh, the folks from the RPTS, the Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary. Barry York is president for the last couple of years, and Mark Sampson, chief administrative officer and director of institutional advancement. You can find out all the degrees, other certifications, programs, uh, quick week-long programs, other things online. You can even audit classes. You'll find all that out at rpts.edu. Now, a few years back, you developed the Doctor of Ministry program. Tell us a little bit about that. The Doctor of Ministry program is really aimed in two different areas. Uh, one is uh, strengthening your pastoral ministry, so a big emphasis on leadership and uh, uh, preaching and different components of the pastoral ministry. And then uh, probably the more popular track right now is on counseling so that uh, program helps you go through certification if you need to uh, and just really dig in deeper on how do you help the people that the lord has entrusted to your care Uh, so the program's usually designed for those who are already in ministry Mm -hmm. uh, although uh, you don't necessarily have to be a pastor for the counseling track uh, so often uh, other lay leaders uh, with an equivalent uh, education of a Master of Divinity can successfully work into that program as well. 
And so people can also, uh, like I've, some of our folks have been doing, try to go through just getting the ACBC certification with you all. Tell them just quickly about what, the, what that entails. We have a, a process where you can uh, view the lectures that uh, Dr. or uh, Professor Keith Evans has, uh, and that'll get you the qualifications that the ACBC is looking for in terms of classroom learning. Uh, then there's uh, some books that you would read as well, some exams that you would take, and then uh, you're able to do your practical experience. So you need to counsel 50 hours uh, under the supervision of a fellow, and uh, Professor Evans is able to do that as He's well. He's the fellow, right? He is the <laughs> fellow. Great. Good. Well, I want people to really understand and know that that is out there for their churches. You know, if they can't do full-time seminary, but they've got some people that really want to study up and bone up on counseling, this is uh, really a great uh, a great place to do it. So, Barry, tell us a little bit about um, your life getting here, uh, where you were pastoring, and then maybe a little bit even about other leadership experiences and things and mentors and folks uh, you've mm-hmm. had along the way. When I graduated in 1991 from RPTS, I went out to the state of Indiana and uh, went back to our home congregation to help a church plant in a a blue-collar town called Kokomo, Indiana. Been there. And so uh, I uh, ended up spending 22 years there, uh, not only planting the church, but then going on to pastor it and was involved in some other church plants around the state. One of the things that uh, developed during that time was uh, an academy that we ran called Sycamore Covenant Academy, and I, that was uh, really influential in my own development as a leader because as I not only uh, pastored the congregation but uh, really learned how to help families in the education of their children mm-hmm. and administered that, uh, I learned a lot of lessons. Uh, the Lord then brought me here in 2013 to be the professor of pastoral theology and homiletics, and I still serve in that role. Mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, – the plan was not for me to become the president when I came here. Uh, there was a, a couple of providential circumstances, we shall say, that uh, created a situation where I was approached in that regard. And uh, my predecessor, whom you've already mentioned, uh, uh, Jerry O'Neill, was – highly influential in that and one of the things that i've the the lord has blessed me with uh, throughout my christian experience and that i i stress in my ministry is is mentorship Mm -hmm. god has provided me with wonderful uh, mentors Uh, jerry has been in one sense the most recent one as he Mm -hmm. mentored me into this role and continues actually we we continue to meet weekly uh, with one another just so he can help me and i can share what's going on and he can give me his uh, sage uh, sage counsel Uh, but god's provided other men other pastors especially that uh, has have been used in my life to to mentor me and that's really one of the things that we we stress at our pts um in many different ways that you know mark's wearing one of our shirts here and our motto is to study under pastors i've always loved that slogan i've always said if they ever get rid of it i'm coming out and getting after yes it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want to get rid of it and that's part of the reason why we're really seeking to return to campus uh, this fall is that we believe that theology 
has and spiritual formation has to be done in community. We can't mm-hmm. just do uh, content uh, sending across the internet and expect people to really be formed into pastoral True. leaders or, yep. or leaders in their church. And so we want we want the students on campus because it's not only sitting in a classroom, but it's personal interactions with professors, other students, meals around tables, doing service projects together, working together in the church where formation takes place. And uh, we we become friends with our students, and we we love that. And uh, we continue to follow up with them even after they graduate. So that's a... That's a really important stress that we have at RPTS, and uh, it takes place in formal and informal ways. Well, that was what was so neat for me to come to your inauguration a couple years ago and see some of the retired professors I had had. It was just a fabulous evening, not only for with you and having the speakers and Ligon Duncan, but mm-hmm. seeing all those guys. Well, tell us a little bit. I mean, you've got folks like Ligon Duncan have been involved, came up. You do some writing for Ligonier. Tell us a little bit about that. those relationships and the mentorships that can happen out of that. I mean, this we're talking cross-country, cross-the-world. Yeah, it's amazing how the Lord in his kingdom allows you to form relationships. I I did my doctor of ministry degree at uh, uh, Reformed Theological Seminary down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And just being there, you get to meet people. Um, one of my class, well, a couple of our classes were actually held on the campus of Ligonier, uh, the Reformation Bible College that they uh, uh, support. Mm-hmm. And... I got to see Dr. Sproul and you know just other people like that uh, in in that in that class. So that's one of the beauties of theological education is some of the people that you maybe read about or read their works. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to their schools, you get to interact with them. And I've always found that uh, I always like to say fire begets fire. So if you want to learn something, you need to find the person that's emulating what you want to learn and go put yourself with them and be yeah. around them because it'll spark you. And I'm just, again, yeah. grateful for those types of people that the Lord's put in my life. I agree with that thinking, Barry, very much. Mark, I know you've probably got a few folks you'd want to talk about, but I definitely want to give you a minute to tell us about your dad, as I know he has quite a leadership impact on you, and we're still hearing stories about that. Uh, my dad, uh, and he's uh, still alive, living in yeah. Charleston, South Carolina right now. Lucky him, huh? <laughs> it's a beautiful place. And uh, uh, he was a manager at Westinghouse and uh, just full of wonderful life lessons. I remember as a young Boy Scout, we had a project to sell donuts, I believe it was. And so I thought, oh, this is great. Dad's got a couple thousand employees. <laughs> I just send some sign-up lists with him. I'll Your entrepreneurial brain kicked in, didn't That's it? That's right. <laughs> so Dad says, "Son, I got two things to say to you. The first is, uh, who's benefiting from the sale of donuts? Well, I am, Dad. Then perhaps you should do the work for it. Uh, but then the real gem." Uh, he said, I have people who work for me who maybe don't want donuts or really can't afford donuts on a regular basis, and they might feel obligated to buy those do- donuts to earn my good favor. He said, I never want to put one of my mm. team members in a position like that. Mm. What an incredible lesson oh, wow. of leadership. No doubt. To not put your people in a position where they're going to have to squirm over something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. 
But I know there's probably been some others. You've uh, obviously were under uh, working with Dr. George in the counseling. Uh, you and your wife are both certified in that, but I'm sure there's been other folks over the years, and, and Jerry as well. You probably, We could probably do another show just more <laughs> on, on the people that have affected you all. One of the beautiful things that I've got to see over these last couple of years is the transition of the presidency at the seminary between Jerry O'Neill and Barry York. Uh, Both men strong, capable, uh, but a realization of that seminary belongs to the Lord uh, and not either of them. Uh, So it was uh, just incredible to watch uh, Barry say, well, I think I'm going to do this maybe and Jerry would uh, offer some advice and ultimately say, well, you know, you're you're calling the cards on this one, and uh, if you need my opinion, you know where I'm at. But that type of approach of uh, such respect for the word of the Lord Mm -hmm. and the work of the seminary and then not allowing personal ideas or agendas to get in the way of that, uh, another crucial leadership uh, point. Well, and I never thought of it this way. My having been there for the 13 years as I just chipped away at that, uh, there was never a time that the Word of God and Jesus Christ himself were not at the top, at the very center, however you want to look at it. Uh, that never wavered in the 13 years that I was there, and I'm sure it hasn't in the last 12 since. Um, in our last minute or so, Barry, invite that person that's been thinking about some type of education. Maybe it's a pastor that that wants to get that doctor or ministry, or someone just wants a certification or biblical counseling. Uh, invite them to check you out. Yes. Uh, as the scriptures say, taste and see the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. That's and, good. And yep. one way you can do that is just take a, take a nibble, a taste. I think a lot of people, when they think about uh, going and pursuing seminary education, uh, get stopped at the door because it seems daunting to them. Uh, but I th- that's why we've offered a variety of different ways for people to get exposure to RPTS. Uh, you can go on to our website at rpts.edu and go to our resources tab, and you can see a variety of ways that you could study with us. You can audit a class. You can uh, go to our applied theology and uh, download um, some talks from some of our professors. Uh, you can come to campus and audit uh, for only $99 a class. That's amazing. Just whatever subject you want <laughs> yep. to study, come That's and great. audit a class with us and just taste and see if uh, this might not be the place for you to come and, and learn more about the Lord. One of our, our goals is, I always tell the graduates, uh, we want you loving Jesus more when you graduate than when you came. So we're not just a, a place of only theological education. It's really a community. And uh, when we had to shut down for the COVID crisis, we brought the seniors back on campus for one last time. I just couldn't let them leave with yeah. that being their only experience. Sure. And as they were together sharing uh, for about two hours, it was amazing to see them talking about all the relationships they had developed with other people, the kingdom experiences they had as they studied there at RPTS. So. Come and come and uh, come and see. Excellent. Well, you've been listening to a leadership Bisberg with Barry York and Mark Sampson from the Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you thank so you much for having you us. You can check them out at rpts.edu. We'll see you next time on Bisberg.